All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Don't Let Me Guide the Podcast. Another installment of Fifty Shades of the Way: An Individual's Journey. And I'm here with uh, my guests. I mean, we're kind of like best friend in laws, right? Right. right. Uh, our wives are best friends. Uh, first time I met them, I was like, "Man, this guy got style. Like, this is like a style king, right?" <laughs> Uh, you know, I have my own style. I'm, I'm super comfortable, but I can, you know, uh, I can appreciate somebody that knows how to put it together. Uh, appreciate you. He is owner, brand, trendsetter, musician, right? Uh, Bryant McGregor. What's up, man? What's up with you, man? Glad to be on here, man. When it goes out, you know, tell people about yourself, man, for the people that don't know. Okay, well, that's a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for starters, my name is Bryant uh, McGregor, um, born and raised in Rayford, North Carolina. I still reside here in Rayford, North Carolina. I love the small town of Rayford. Um, married nine years, man. Uh, it'd be 10 years in October. We were literally last night just trying to plan, like, what are we going to do for our 10th anniversary? Um have a beautiful daughter. Uh, she's a rainbow, rainbow baby. She's four. Um, she's in school right now. So uh, my daily activities is waking her up, uh, getting her ready for school, uh, taking her to school. Sometimes she don't feel like going. Uh, so having to fight through that battle. Uh, yeah. And when I, after I drop her off from school, man, I run a brand, uh, come back home and I run a brand, Young Fly Living for God, we established in 2013. We collaborate with God to create fashion that inspires conversation about him. Um, so it was a, vi a vision that he's he's given us, me and my wife, and um, we've been just carrying that voyage on ever since. Yeah, and uh, shirt you got on, YFL4G, correct? Yes, this right here is uh, one of our uh, our latest collection uh, from 2022 is Add More Jesus. Um, this is a sample, so you cannot find this on our <laughs> website. <laughs> exclusive, yeah. Right this here, is an man. exclusive. Uh, first, well, second time putting it on. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, so this is add more Jesus. Um, this collection came from devotion, man. So every piece that we create, um, is very stylistic, uh, as well as well thought of. Um, we don't just come out with anything because of the fad or the trend. Um, we really believe in, you know, devoting our time to God and he gives us the vision and we just carry it out through, through fashion. So we preach the gospel through fashion and that's what we do. Oh, cool. All right. So uh, we start every episode off with this, right? Okay. God, truth, and love are universal. God, truth, the, love, or universal? Are, they are universal. They are so universal. God, okay. Yeah. God, truth, and love are universal. But the specifics of God, truth, and love are not. That's deep, man. What do you think about that, man? What are your thoughts? Oh, man, that's deep. God, truth, and love are universal, but the specifics, individually, they're not. Right. Um, well, you can have truth, and it can be universal, um, but I feel like you can have God. You can have truth and not have God. So mm -hmm. uh, we can live in a world, a universal world, uh, where we can, you know, uh, it's real big on finding your truth, finding out uh, what what. How do they say it? Um, uh, manifest, manifest who you are and all of these things. And when you really break it down, it's biblical principles. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel that 
in this world now today, the society, people are living their truth universally uh, without the principles of submitting their life to God. So they're trying to find it out without the actual relationship that it requires. So they will fi- try to figure out their purpose based upon their gifts and what people say that they're good at um, and what they believe they're good at, as opposed to going to God. And he tells us, he said, OK, it says, um, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of, our, of, of his heart. Or of our heart. So, uh, in essence, to me, that means even though I have desires, I don't know what my desire is until God gives them to me. Mm-hmm. And that's where the God, truth, and universal, in my mind, and that's what I would right, take right. it. Uh, that's my opinion on it. And that's that's my stand on it. That's good. So, <laughs> you brought up a good point, right? So, you being in fashion, yeah. right? And saying that God really dictate dictates what what y'all manufacture and what mm-hmm. y'all choose to create. Right. Right. So how do you balance that as an entrepreneur? Right. While sales obviously aren't necessarily your goal, but it's a part of the process. Right. Right. Well, I always say um, sales are great, but conversion of souls are always will always outweigh it. Like the I, I, give me conversion of sales, but give me conversion of souls way out that will outweigh the conversion of sales. So how we outweigh it, man? I literally one thing I do have to do, although I'm getting uh, my insight from God and I'm getting my fashion, my ideas, my witty ideas. Um, I still have to be in tune with culture, right? Because um, that correlates within itself. Um, because I do know the type of people that we are, that the type of people that we do reach in our brand and the mm-hmm. type of things that they wear. So it's, I feel like it's my job, my duty to enlighten people on you are what you wear. You show me your closet and I can tell you who you are. So as a part of that, once we get the vision from God and we get the designs from God, now we go and look at because it's not like like God doesn't give me okay I want you to come out with purple like he doesn't <laughs> you know uh, it's more right. so his message the message of the brand the message of what he wants to get to 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 convey the message how he wants us to preach the gospel through fashion so once he gives me a, the design most of the time it's like a some words. Uh, like I said, through devotion. And now that's when I go and look at it, like from the fashion side of my mind. Uh, did that just beep on your end? Nothing just beep? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I heard it. Oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh, you're good, bro. Nah, you're good. <laughs> um, but um, so after that, um, I, I go then and that's when I use my fashion sense to like bring it all together. So as long as the foundation is God. You know, it's well, let me put it this way. As long as the foundation is God, now I take all of the creativity that he's given me and I just mm-hmm. put it on top of it. And that's how we create our merch. So essentially, the the, 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 the way the fabric, uh, what do you want to say? Uh, the stitching of the fabric, right? Right. While it's still fashion, the stitching is of God, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. The stitching is of God. It, the If you take it all away, you can, and, and especially getting into fabric, you know, you have different types of fabric. So um, I definitely do my research on that. And 
when you take it all the way, the message is there. Mm-hmm. So essentially, I can take this message and put it on anything because God is everywhere. So he's not limited to a piece of clothing. It's just this is our niche. Right. So um, that and that's that's what we do, man. That's good, man. So listen, uh, I am of the belief, right? Hey, I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm trying to uh, mute these notifications while you're talking. <laughs> so uh, do your thing, man. Um, I'm of the belief, right, that being multi-talented okay. right, can also be, or at times, feel like a curse, right? And so, for me, I'll speak for myself, right? I'm a writer, right? Books, songs, and also uh, I'm looking to get into film, right? Okay. But aside from that, you also have the podcast, what we're doing right now. And then just, you know, uh, trying to follow your lead with the merch, man. Do your thing, man. Um, And so you also being multi-talented, how do you balance that? Um, What is this? This is word I'm looking for. Uh, They call it some type of syndrome. Um. I can't even think of it right now. So, all right, we'll get back to it. Um, how do I balance it all? Okay, so when looking at me, um, I started out as bas- I was a, a basketball coach, been a musician my whole life. Uh, now I'm heavily in ministry um, where um, it's still a- around music, um, but it's still more so like leadership now. And then I mm-hmm. have fashion um, amongst like other things that I love to do, like shooting pool and all of that. So, uh just because I'm good at it doesn't mean that God has called me to prioritize it. So right. um, I, I try to look at it from the standpoint of like, for instance, I shoot pool. I love to shoot pool. But um, you, if in the world, you know, they will say, what are you good at? Look, do it. See what you're good at. And that may your purpose may flow out of that. Mm-hmm. Partially true. I'm good at shooting pool. But God didn't call me to be a professional billiards player, you know. Right. So um, the only way that I feel, I don't, I don't think there is a balance. That's just my stance. I don't think there mm-hmm. is a balance. I think that the balance, if that, if I had to use the word balance, it would have to come from God and being grounded in God. So God, like, literally directing my path each day. God, what is the okay? What do I supposed to do today? I know what mm-hmm. my plans are, my plans, but I have to continue to go back to them. Like I said earlier, I know what my desires are, but are these your desires for me? So after I constantly, constantly, and that's a daily walk, one of our uh, right. our statement pieces is live vertical. Like you have to wake up every day and like live vertical. If I, if I don't, I'll wake up and I'll start trying to come out with pool balls. You know, like, <laughs> I'll put the logo on the pool balls. Just I, right. That's what I'll try to do. So, um, Essentially, what I would what I would what I would say there is, man. Like I said, I have to constantly uh, focus focus my mind on what I'm supposed to be doing for that for that season, and they it may change, right? You know, it may change, but I, I believe that if it doesn't, if what I'm doing isn't the thing, it's going to lead me to it. Mm-hmm. So if if that's if fashion isn't the overall picture, because when I get the when I when I stand before God, and I stand before God at the end of this life, he's not going to ask me, uh, he's not going to be, I'm not going to like be able to go through the door because I had these amount of sales. 
<laughs> you, you know, it's it's not gonna be like, man, yeah, you man, you y'all killed, man. Y'all was selling state to state, country to country. <laughs> Go ahead, man. You know, no, that's that's not it because that's just a, a, something that he has given me to do while I'm on earth to try to bring his kingdom down here. Um, so I will have to constantly depend on him. And as that, as I progress in one thing, and I feel as though uh, like a, like the blessings come, you know, uh, what's the scripture? Uh, um, uh, um, um, blessings of the Lord make it rich and addeth no sorrow. So mm-hmm. if it's a blessing, if God has called me to do something, He's gifted me to do something. Whether it's fashion, like you said, whether it's film, whether it's I don't whatever it is. If it's add, if it's gonna add sorrow, I have to check that down because if it's a blessing, it don't supposed to add sorrow. So those moments i could just check them off the list like yeah brian you was that was just because you had that dream last night you woke up go back to sleep dream again <laughs> you know just, just try to dream again and that way i i'm constantly in tune with him and i'm i'm doing and and striving to be what he will call me to be that's a good answer yeah. notes okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then uh obviously the way, right? The reason that we're here. Um, so Fifty Shades of the Way, an individual's journey, right, is to highlight your path, right? The individual's path and to show one that all our paths are different. Right. Right. But in the difference is the uniqueness that God has crafted specifically your life. Right. And while, you know, paths intertwine, mm-hmm. we may walk together for some period of time. Right. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's still our path, yeah. uh, the ownership of us, right? Or at least responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you had to uh, title your journey so far, your life's journey, what would it be? Um, out of the question um, that you, the way you just gave, just, just laid that out. Um, the title I will literally pull from it, and it it will all make sense. I think when I say it, it you it, it may click. It may sound funny, but what I will call it is if I okay. So if if I had to title my journey, what would mm-hmm. it be? Um, the Chronicles of the Called. Okay. The Chronicles of the Called, uh, and to go deeper in it, basically, just what you were saying. Our lives are individual. Um, yeah, we cross paths, but we all have. A call, God is God has given us a every one of us a unique call, and some of our calls may look the same, um, but the chronicles of it all is just because my calling may look the same as someone else's, my walk won't be theirs. Right. How I get there won't be theirs. There'll be detours that I'm gonna have to go through that the other person may have not, and the focus of it all is. My chronicles is how can I walk out my calling? Like, not not jump on everybody's um, um, ebook, and mm-hmm. <laughs> reading everybody's you know story. All of right. that can be inspiration, but at the end of the day, I have to walk out the calling that God has designed specifically for Brian. And mm-hmm. and that's what I will that's why I will title it the Chronicles of the Call because at the end of here when you look at it, we all are on this journey to 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 
before we die, we don't we want all the potential gone. Like we don't want to leave anything, any potential inside of us once they close that casket. Um, however, been like something like something you just said earlier, the fact that you can do a lot, a lot of a lot of us can do so much. Uh, we feel that sometimes we feel like we are behind time. We feel like mm-hmm. we're, we're running, you know, or we're out of time. We're in, and that's some, when I look at it, that when I look at it like that, Joseph, the only time I feel that I'm behind time is when I'm in, when I'm out of his word and when I'm out of his will. That's okay. the only time I feel like I'm out of time. And when I'm out of his word, that means I'm into somebody else's calling. I'm into some what someone else's someone else is doing. And I'm not particularly paying attention, focusing on my journey, because as much as I as long as I stay devoted to him, I wouldn't under, I will continually understand that his timing isn't mine. that's the only that's the only thing i have it's like it's not deep it's not like out of this world like no like in in order for me to be focused the chronicles of the called in order for me to live vertical i have to obey and abide and 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 commune with him and once i do that constantly it's not like oh yep I did it for three days now. I'm I'm good. <laughs> you know, yesterday what I did what I did yesterday, I, I'm no greater than what I did yesterday. Right. I'm not because every day is every day is new. Um and that's what I would title my journey, man. The Chronicles of the Call, because you can get on this journey, this cycle. If 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 anyone out there is like me, I can get in my head so much. Mm-hmm. Like I can literally get in my head so much. Um, because I feel like Sometimes I feel like, yeah, but you're not doing enough. Like, you're supposed to be more. You're supposed to be doing this. You're supposed to be doing that. And that's the chronicles of it. Like, you're called. You so, so like, yeah. All right. It's like it's like God called you. He called you to it, and it's like you don't see no manifestation of it for years and years and years to go down the road. Like, okay, like when he called David to be king, and now now David he's not ready, you know, to uh, go go kill Saul yet. But what what does David do? He goes right back to what he was doing. He was called, but he wasn't, Mm -hmm. the timing wasn't ready. So I have to like, I can't be outside of God's timing. And if I do, it won't, I can't sustain it. Yeah. That's that's great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The processing time, right? The processing period. It's when God says, hey, listen, this is yours. Absolutely. Uh, the process has been started, but I'm just letting you know that this is where we're going. However, I'm not going to tell you when we're going to get there, but you know, it's the, it's hey, like, hey. It's, it's like this, the experiences you have to go here. He can, he's going to tell uh, like, well, this, this is yours, but he doesn't give us the experiences, show us the experiences that we're going to have to go through to get there. And those experiences is what build character. Like that's, that's what ultimately I feel that's why, uh, when people feel as though I haven't, they don't know. Okay. They, they, they know they're called, but they feel like they're not active in their calling or they feel like they haven't arrived whatever that is, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but if, if I don't have it yet, it's not because God hasn't given it to God. It's not going to give it to me. It's somewhere in my character that needs to constantly grow and develop so that once I get it, he don't want to just give it to me and I can't sustain it. 
Right. You know, and so you don't even know what it is. You don't even know what it is. You can't even handle it yet. You know, my like my daughter, for instance, my daughter right now, she can go in the bathroom uh, and there may be a flat iron or a blow dryer that my wife just used. That's something that my daughter will eventually learn how to use and do. But it will benefit her. In the long run, when she's ready, it will benefit her. That same is it's crazy how that same exact thing, if she uses it too soon, it can completely harm her. Right. It can like that flat iron can destroy her. It can burn her, the blow dryer. It can go off into some electric shock if she's not careful. So it's not the tool. It's not the thing. It's not that that's bad. It's not that she's not, she can't use it. It's, she's not going to be able to use it. It's just, she's not ready to use it yet. So it's one thing like, show it to me. And it's like, okay, yeah, p- put that blow dryer back on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Put it back on the right. shelf just because you see someone else using it. God, this is good. Just because you see someone else using it or, or, or they are like become a master at it. My wife is a master at blow drying hair. You know, we think, oh, it's just blow drying hair. But right. give it to a four-year-old. It, it can literally destroy him. And I feel like sometimes that's our calling. That's our purpose. Whereas we, God shows it to us. He gives us, he shows it our calling. He shows it our purpose. But we do all of these things through truth and universal uh, outside of him. And it harms us once we get it, if we get it too soon. So I don't want it, man. I I want it, but I want to be able to sustain it. I don't want to get it and it abuses me or I abuse it. All right. So on your path, right. As you chronicle your life or what moments stick out for you where it was either a moment when you realized that you were not in the wheel or you realize how big the wheel was. Mm. What moments did did I realize I was not in his wheel or I realized how big the wheel was? Right. Um I would say um salvation, man. I grew up in church my entire life. I've been a musician since I was like 8 or 9. Um so I started playing in church early. Um and as I journeyed my, my family, the faith that they handed me, handed down to me, I grew up in church. I knew church lingo. I know how to do church, man. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's not denomination specific. I just know church. Um, and as a result of that, um, it, it powered this religion. Mindset, this religious mindset on me. Don't get me wrong. I, lo- I love religion. I love what it's taught me. Um, but there was a t- there was a time where I knew how to do both. I can go to church on Sundays, but the night before, I was just in the club turning up crazy, mm-hmm. you know. And it, it 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 created this 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 seesaw effect where I began to get imbalanced. In my life, I, I felt like I had this thing. Like, yeah, I'm good. Like church on Sunday, like closed on Sunday, like but right. <laughs> like church on Sunday. But I'm here on Saturday, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. And the I started doing more so of Saturday, Saturday, and that started going to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I was only not. I won't even say giving God time, but that was in my mindset then, and the development I had, my maturity, where I would just give Him that day. And like I said, just being that I was, I was uh, 
being in church my life, I knew like if I put on this type of clothes, if I wear this, I can blend in so well that mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm I'm good. And um it's like I just became a chameleon to that to the church genre, to the church lingo. Um and alcoholism crept up on me. And it was a it was a, a just a moment probably the most pivotal moment of my life and why I thank her so much is my wife is my wife. Um, she, she was visiting me one weekend. Um, we were, were we dating? We weren't, we weren't even dating at the time. Yeah. We were trying to figure out this. She was probably gonna try to figure out if she can put up with me. That's what it was. Right. (laughs) Um, and, um, she was the only female bro that, when I used to just like pour my alcohol and just drink, cause I can just wake up and drink and I can just function. And I was just good at it. Um, at least that's what I thought then. And she was the only female that tried to pour out my, my alcohol. The only one, any, anyone prior to her would just, yeah, you want some more? Okay. All right. You know, it was like, yeah. Okay. Hey, can you go get me? Okay. She was the only one, like, I remember this so vivid. Like, she literally went to the sink and, like, was about to pour my alcohol out. And I flipped. I flipped the script because it was nothing that I've ever had. It's nothing I've experienced before. Like, what are mm-hmm. you doing? Are you, do you, are you, I know, like, it was, <laughs> and, you know, um, and, and she got down to it and she was like, she, uh, she said, uh, I didn't even pour it out. I just laid it in the sink. I just wanted to see how you was going to respond. And out of that, man, it, it it was like an awakening, like, whoa, it was like God in the flesh. Like, <laughs> that's what it was. And in that moment, man, I knew then, like, I'm way out of his will. I'm way, like, I'm out of this thing now. And that's when, that's when, like, I began to, like, go into, like, in my mind, this journey, like, okay, Brian, like, something's got to change. And out of that, man, that's where eventually, like, I want to say, I want to say like in the next month or so, salvation came. Mm-hmm. So that when you say pivotal time or what was the, how you worded it? So you're worse, Smith, um, <laughs> how, how you worded it. Um, that's, that's, that, that's what I would uh, say, man. Oh, you froze. Oh, you good. You good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Message is crazy. Um, well, so then going into salvation, right? Yeah. What does that look like compared to prior, like your prior identity, I would say? Um, great question, man. Um, so I remember getting saved. I, I didn't get saved at a, um, I don't have the the story of like going to the altar, you know, right. the, the pastor, you know, um, asking if anybody want to get their life to Christ. That wasn't my testimony. My testimony was I was in the studio. Uh, like I said, I was been I was a musician, been a musician my whole life, um, and a part of me when I was out there in the world, um, me and a, me and a group of guys, my still some my brothers to this day, um, we had this like hip hop group, and I was like the the mix and audio engineer, um, and we'll just record at, at my house, you know, put songs on YouTube, just local fame wasn't nothing right, at right. all, um, and. I gave my life to Christ one night, um, like midnight. We was drinking. My my best friend, um, one of my best friends, um, he's doing time for murder now. Um, he get out in a few years. Hallelujah. But um, 
we were he was he was facing time then and before we could start the session he was like bro can you go to uh youtube and put in marvin sap never would have made it and i'm like yeah, why are you asking for that? Like, what in the world? You know, I'm a, I got my drink in my hand. You know, got my black and mild here. You know, what in the world? All right. but we went to it. Now, I done played that song a thousand times before then. Mm-hmm. Done, been, done, done sung it with the praise team, the choir, all of that. So I'm like, what? You know, but started playing the song. And um, man, God came and invaded that, that studio session. Like, we were about to talk about turning up getting on these, you know, all this other stuff. And like he, it was like a piece that came in, in the room and I surrendered right there at my computer desk, like eyes, eyes, balling water, um, water just flowing from my eyes. And I gave my life to Christ. It was like 12, one in the morning. Um, and I was like, wow, like we couldn't finish. We, of course we didn't have a studio session. We in there, we embraced each other. We looking like, we had no words for that moment because I was me and my little brother. We were the only churchy ones, mm-hmm. you know, as amongst my other two guys. Um, so they like, Man, what, the, what is this going on? You know, <laughs> you know, so um, journeying through that, man, going to church. Um, I told I got on my phone, got on the phone, told. To, to Cara, she was my, my girlfriend by then, um, and she was excited for me. Um, like, you know what, you know what that means, right? Like, you know, things, you know, we're gonna change this. We're gonna, I was like, yeah, I got your spirit, you know, God did it, man, He did it, you know. And um, I went to church like that weekend, that Sunday. I had told my mom by then we got into church. Uh, ironically, it was a youth service, um, and. I'm up here, I'm on the organ and, you know, just going through service. I felt new. I felt brand new. Still wore like the same clothes, still wearing the same, right. like the dress suits and all of that. And, you know, three piece, had it down, down to the shoes, socks, all that, Joe. And um, they was like, now we're going to have a, a, I'm playing, you know, just playing a little soft music, you know, going through the program. Now we're going to have a testimony. And I was like, wow, okay, who's about to give a testimony? And it was like, um, by Brian. <laughs> and I looked at my mom and I looked at her I said no I know you and she looked at me like mm-hmm. yeah she gave you one of those like I was like oh so it just played in my head like oh so you was in the back you know like yeah I think my son got something to say <laughs> you know right. so I, I gave my testimony uh, about me um, giving my life to Christ and you know uh, I grew up like Pentecostal. Um, so w- when you give your life to Christ, Pentecostal, you know, the church just goes up into this like high praise and like they say the angels are rejoicing and there's like this high praise in the, in the atmosphere. And mm-hmm. it was like, like church service went up. It was like easy. Like I was like, oh, that was, that was no problem. That was, that was it. Okay, I'm good. Um, where the conflict came at is when I went back, when I when church was over, got into my car, went to my house, went to the same room where I was just turning up at the night before or the couple nights before. I don't know if it was a Friday or Saturday, but a couple nights before, um, still around my same guys. And when it's get when it's time to get that blunt passed around or that shot of alcohol passed around, I had to say no. Yeah. Like that was the like, oh, it's real, you know. Um, like this, I, 
and it was hard, you know, to bring it, bring it, bring it full circle. It wasn't, it wasn't easy because that like when you're in, I was in a lifestyle that like I have created so many habits and habits and habits. And now it's like, okay, salvation. I'm here. Like, God, you saved me. And no, he didn't wipe all of my desires away at the time. Right. Like I still desired it, you know, truth be told, I still went and nibble and dabble in there, you know, but it was a, from that moment on, I had to have this journey of like, okay, God, what is this life? Like, like, how do I do this every day? How do I live for you every day? And I began to, at, a, at the time I was like 21, 22, um, I want to say like 21, 20, 22, I was like, okay, how do I live this journey every single day? And a burden came over me. Was like, imagine how many other people your age or around your age or the millennials that feel the same way. Um, didn't understand the burden at the time. And I was driving one day. I looked in the mirror. I mean, literally looked up in the, in the rearview mirror and these words exactly came out like just like this. I'm young, flying, living for God. And I was like, Bay, um, I want to, you don't fly living for God. I want to come out with a clothing brand. And, <laughs> and she was like, yo, talk to one of my other homeboys. Yo, um, I want to come. Yo, let's do it. You know, which is why it's, it's very, I don't want to get off of here on, uh, on, get off on this exit, but it's still, it's good to have the right people in your circle. And when yeah. you do tell them certain goals and aspirations that you have, um, and I had the right ones in my circle, I, I gave the dream to the right one to, or gave the vision to the right people. And it was like, yo, let's do it. Like, all right, what do we got to do? Didn't know anything about it. But that's when I began to like really learn that, you know, getting into the word, like, uh, of course I heard the scriptures where, you know, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Um, I realized that my Christianity wasn't confined to what I wore and what I put on because mm-hmm. if that was the, if that was the case I would have been saved I, I, I was wearing suits every week you know had them all in the closet you know it wasn't that it was more so of okay how can I be bold enough to 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 know and to express what I have in my heart how can I show that physically so that even if someone comes comes to me and this I was at 22 like if someone asks me about God, man, if they already see something on me that says young fly living for God or like, like I don't add more Jesus. Now, come on up to me. I would we'll, walk you through salvation now, but I didn't have that at the time. And mm-hmm. I realized then that I wanted to just ha- create something, man, that would make people bold about their, their walk with Christ. And uh, what better way to do it to than to make fashion? And that's how my this journey of salvation like literally came um, to really like constantly live every day, professing Christ, not only professing him, confessing him, but like literally living for him. Young fly living for God. And that's that was the journey, man. Yeah, I feel like it's it's so so many layers in that story, man. It's a lot of layers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of layers. I feel like it's so many layers, but and, and so this goes back to the God, truth, you know, and love, right? Mm-hmm. The story of your wife, 
really being there for the change and really helping initiate the change. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Right. You know, Ebony. And, and I say this, I've said it to her and I've said it, you know, every time. It wasn't about meeting a good woman, right? Like I, I met them. Yeah. But it was about out of all the women that I had met, she was the only one that knew how to handle me with the care that would allow me to evolve. Yeah. So listen, people, uh, men, women, guys, <laughs> looking for <women>. boys and <laughs> girls. Children of all ages. That that can handle you uh with the appropriate mittens, right? Uh, someone that makes you respect them, but also respect yourself. Like that is what you need. <laughs> that, is, that is what you need. Like um, there's someone I'm, I'm not a Bible scholar at all. Um, so I don't even know the person's name. Someone can be like, Oh, that's him. But there, the Bible speaks about this mighty man. He's a, he was a mighty man, but he was a leper. Mm-hmm. Like he, he had this, this lepers, this disease. Um, and I feel like we, we all have a, have that. We all have something in us. Like it may not be leper, but there's something in us in our life that we can't show everyone. We can't expose it to everyone and everybody can't handle it. And when you get, when you come across someone on your, on your journey, um, that can handle it, that that you feel transparent in a level of vulnerability that you have to have. Right. Like, I have to be vulnerable enough to tell you this, to show you this, and also knowing that you can use this against me at any given moment. Like, you can spread my name, you can talk this, you can do that. Uh, and like you said, like, it's, it's not that Ebony... Lord, I love Ebony. Like, I don't, I don't know, you know. What I mean? But it, like, I love, I love y'all union. Um, she could handle it. Like, it's you could give. It was like, like the safe space that she gave and that she provided. And out of that safe space, that's where this is created. Like, right. that's where the layers of everything else comes. And uh, I mean, it, like I said, it's God in the flesh, man. It's it's, it's God, God in the flesh. Yeah, man. Well, you know, uh, thank you, man, again. Good time. Uh, really just just being available to share mm-hmm. one year journey because ultimately the goal is to inspire and empower, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, others to live their own life. Yeah. You know, it, it's not going to be comfortable. It's going to be bumpy. You're not going to know a lot of things. Right. Uh, but it's yours, right? Right. So right. Live it, man. Embrace it's it. Better to live with someone else's, right? Embrace it. Uh, also, YFL4G.com. Yes, follow us. Um, follow us on Instagram at Young Fly Living for God. The number four Young Fly Living. The number four God. Um, follow us on all platforms. Same handle. And our website is www.yfl4g.com. All right, man. Thank you, uh, everybody. Hey, man, appreciate you for the opportunity, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to 
mini episodes looking for. I, I love me a good podcast. I love yeah. me a good podcast. So uh, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity, man. I don't take it for granted at all. I appreciate you. All right, man. Thank you. All right, uh, man. All right.